Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at Always in Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball. So, guys, the Los Angeles Lakers play another preseason game versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. No Carl Anthony Towns, no Rudy Gobert, but it was still a game, and the stars of the Lakers did play. We're going to get to all that right here on the West Wolf Podcast. But, guys, I have to ask you, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio, Public Cast Box, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Let's get it. You know, I just have to say something. Now, I started recording this particular intro and outro late last night, right after the game. But now that I am trying to do the actual meat of this podcast, I don't even want to talk about basketball. I just I I I feel the need right here on the West Wolf podcast. I feel the need to talk about still some of the issues surrounding Russell Westbrook. So I will start off by clarifying what the hell I mean when I say you guys are insufferable. <clears throat> Now, if I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you. If you feel some kind of way, chances are I'm probably talking to you. When I say calm the fuck down, what I mean by that is I don't care if you don't think Russell Westbrook fits. Fine. Whatever. I don't have a problem with that. That's your opinion on the team. Talking about basketball. But when you say things like he's washed, he's trash after eight minutes of play in the first quarter where he's barely touched the ball, I get it. He stepped on the line twice. That's on him. He wasn't even mad at himself. Outside of that, he didn't really have the ball at at that point in the game. And then he took two open threes. He missed them. He's always been a 30 to 31% free three-point shooter, except for his MVP season when he shot 35. Nothing's changed. When I say you are insufferable and this fan base confuses me in LA, I am simply talking about the fans who just say he's trash, he's washed, he hasn't had the ball. And he was... Playing well on defense. He hasn't really had the ball. He's playing well on defense. What what are you even talking about? Then not only that, then you see, then you guys have to highlight clips. Like, why are you guys predetermining failure and who to blame in preseason? In preseason? Because that's how I take it. Because if your ass is straight up. Clipping eight to ten second clips to highlight how you think it's a problem in preseason. To me, that means you are already prepping an excuse on one player before the damn season even starts. Why? The season hasn't even started yet. I said in the previous two games, why in the hell are they not all playing together? They need to learn how to play on the floor together and maximize each other. They don't play for two games together and they come back and you guys are finding excuses that has nothing to do with basketball. 
before the season even starts. Why are you doing that? It's just insufferable. Russell Westbrook, it's a clip out there. Russell Westbrook, he's talking to a ref about a foul call because for whatever reason, Russell Westbrook is 6'3", guarding someone 6'10". Oh, that's right, because they want to play four point guards at the same time. So he's guarding someone 6'10", and he's 6'3". He's doing, a, he's doing everything he can. He gets a foul call on him. He's talking to the rest about how he doesn't think it's a foul call while Patrick Bailey's trying to call a quick huddle before a free throw. Russell Westbrook slides over to the free throw box, which is right next to where the huddle is, daps Patrick Beverly up, and then puts his hands on his knees because, you know, they got to shoot a free throw, the opposing team. And it turned into Russell Westbrook rejected the huddle. Stop. Stop. There was a foul call. He was speaking to the ref on the foul call, slid over, dapped up Patrick Beverly, who called the huddle, and then they shot a free throw. That's it. Why are you pointing this out? For what? I don't, I don't, I don't understand why do you guys want there to be a problem? And I'm not talking to everybody. Why, why does some of this fan base want, and I'm saying it because I don't, I don't know if they LeBron fans, Lakers fans. I don't know. What, I know they're not Russ fans. I don't know what they are. I'm not sure where they lay. Because I get Lakers fans saying those LeBron fans. And I get LeBron fans saying those Lakers. Like, I don't know. But why do, why does this fan base want something to be wrong? Like, they're just finding stuff to be wrong and say, oh, oh, that means this. It probably means he was talking to the referee and then he was like, dang, I missed the huddle. Dap up, I got you. That's my bad. And we move on. That's it. I mean, wasn't the last time they played together, wasn't Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly just high-fiving because Russ hit the three and got fouled, or does that not count anymore? I don't know. That's, that don't count no more? Or maybe Patrick Beverly saying, basically, as far as the Lakers are concerned, him and Russ been best friends. That don't count no more either? Like, what the hell are we even doing? I don't even want to talk about basketball because I can't even get to the basketball. You guys just, you're predetermining failure and who to blame and the guy you were blaming didn't even really have the ball to that point. I live tweet, which, by the way, if 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 we are clearly live tweeting, don't come in the live tweet six hours later acting like you know. Obviously, what people were tweeting is a discussion during the game. And at this particular time, it was about three-fourths of the way through the first quarter. People are already blaming him. I'm like, the dude that's barely touched the ball? What you mean? And I'm not saying that as complaining about the ball i'm just saying that's what the reality was he stepped on the line twice he took a couple open threes other than that he's been off the ball in the corner in the dunker spot and he's playing defense the hell you want from him and everybody was missing threes so it better not that better not be the problem and he's never been an elite three-point shooter let's understand what we're doing we should want what's best for all of them why is there this need for russell westbrook's failure because that's not good for the Lakers and that's not good for LeBron. For the LeBron, that's not good for LeBron that Russ is if, if he fails. It's not good for the Lakers if he fails. It's not good for the Lakers if AD fails and he's injured. None of that stuff is good. I've said many times in this podcast why I enjoy watching Russell Westbrook play basketball. I still want what's best for AD. I still want him to stay healthy. I know he's a walking 24 and 10 if he can. I want LeBron James to play well. I want Lonnie Walker to play well. I want Pat Bev to play well. 
I don't know why do some of you want him to fail on the team that's your team or on the team that your favorite player is on. I don't get that. You don't think he fits fine, but some of the stuff that you all say, it just doesn't make any make any sense. Then this video of him, Russell Westbrook running, doing his little thing he always does. Then he takes off his, his last warm-up shirt, and they're like, well, he ain't in the team huddle. Like, literally, guys, Russell Westbrook is operating like he always has. He is doing absolutely nothing different. Nothing. That How he is operating is how he has operated for 14 seasons. Nothing has changed. This stop trying to clip stuff and act like this proves Russell Westbrook doesn't like the Lakers. No, he has always done that. If anyone says, okay, so he's an ass. No, you guys are clearly trying to make it seem like this is exclusively a Laker thing because he doesn't like the Lakers. So don't, do not try to move the goalposts. That's 100% what they're trying to say. He's always operated this way. Nothing has changed. You're making something out of nothing. And also on the whole, if he's an ass th- bit, I mean, I played school ball. I played AAU. I won a couple of championships at AAU. And I was almost never in a player-led team huddle. I had my routine. I did it. Period. And I'll, I, I can probably count on one time how many times I've been in those. And my teammates loved me and I loved them. I had their back through everything. All that. You guys are making something out of absolutely nothing. It's just bad. Season hasn't even started yet. Let's get into what I thought about the game. Now, as far as the game is concerned. And let me back up. I I also don't remember really being in any player-led team huddles, even in college ball. Anyway. Moving forward in the game, my goodness, Lonnie Walker was hooping, was he not? Um, he he was very engaged. He was very efficient, and uh, I I definitely liked his you know his elusiveness. I can create his own shot, get in the paint, things like that. Um, I was very impressed with Lonnie Walker. Uh, he he hurt his ankle. Um, I think that was in the third quarter, and so they said it's a minor ankle sprain or something like that so he should be all right so i'm not too worried about it um he had 12 points 5 of 11 shooting three rebounds and assist and he had no turnovers i don't believe so um i thought he was very good on the offensive end now, i still want to continue to see him on the defensive end so i won't really get into that because i want to say anything that's not true or or get it too excited or anything like that so but offensively i thought he was very very good um, Patrick Beverly, um, he was one of five from three, three of eight from the field, uh, four rebounds. Uh, I believe he had five assists, three steals. He was okay. Um, he was okay. I, he filled the stat sheet tonight, uh, for only playing about 27 minutes, um, for Patrick Beverly. He had, like I say, at 10 points. Um, I thought he was okay. Uh, I, I still think he, you know, brings a, attitude to a team that's good but as far as his on-court play i i thought he was okay um lebron was lebron 25 points in 20 25 minutes five or six from the free throw line two or four from three nine 12 from the field 11 rebounds three assists you know he was lebron james uh he had three turnovers um <clears throat> and a steal 
LeBron's gone to LeBron. Um, we know who he is. Um, he's just excellent. Uh, he did what he did. I didn't think he was outstanding on the defensive end, uh, but I'm not. It's preseason. He's a you know he's been in the league 20 seasons, so I I don't want to read too much into that. Um, Anthony Davis was Anthony Davis. He had 19 points, two blocks, two turnovers, two steals, three assists, 13 rebounds, five of eight from the free throw line, zero two from three tonight. But he was seven eleven overall in his 27 minutes. Um, thought Anthony Davis was Anthony Davis. Like I said. Uh, if he's healthy, he's a walking 24 and 10. And in 27 minutes, he had 19 and 13, uh, three assists, two steals, two blocks. So uh, he was Anthony Davis. You know, um, he's the 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 one person that the Lakers absolutely need in order for them to reach their potential. Um, well, I won't say one. I think they need all three of the big three, but that's my opinion. I know some people disagree, um, <clears throat> but uh, he was great. Um, no complaints about AD. Um Russell Westbrook, he had five points. He only took three shots in the game. He was 0-2 from three. They were wide open threes. I didn't have a problem with that. He was 3-6 from the free throw. He needed to make his free throws, of course. Uh, him and AD need to make their free throws. Um, you know, he had three rebounds, four assists. Uh, he was, you know, he was he was okay. I mean, he, I think he's finding his way in the office with everybody back. Um, in the previous games that he played in, like, they didn't have all of their pieces. There was no Lonnie Walker early on. Um, JTA, well, I don't think JTA played. Um, you know, they have everybody back. And I think he's kind of trying to figure out where he fits in um, in, in the offense. He had a silky, he took one mid-range. It was silky smooth. Uh, he shot it over the 6'10 um, player that was that was guarding him. Uh, and he, uh, you know, he did, he just stroked it, nothing but net. And so that was a great sign. Uh, he was 0 of 2 from 3, but, you know, he was 50% prior to this game, the preseason from the three-point line, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, I thought it was good. And, I oh, I thought he was good on defense. He he made sure that he kept staying on his man. He made sure he uh, didn't get uh, face cut. Uh, if his player cut, he was there, so that didn't happen. And so that pass couldn't be made. Uh, he helped off of um, the, the far corner if he needed to, got back to the shooter. Uh, he did some things he needed to do. Um now he had to guard someone who was six foot nine, six ten, and and that was tough for him. But I thought he played well on defense, so I'm not too worried about Russell Westbrook. I think he'll be, um, he has potential to be better offensively. I just think he does it. Darvin Ham doesn't have an offense where there is a designated point guard, and so I think he's just trying to figure out like where where do I. How can I contribute offensively? I know I can. Okay, I, I'm engaged on defense. I'm playing defense. I'm staying on my man. I'm helping. But how can I contribute on offense? Uh, he didn't have the ball a whole lot, uh, especially in the first half. But he still managed to have four assists because um, he when he did get it, he he, he other than stepping on the line a couple of times, um, which he didn't do that the previous games. I just think it was a fluke. Um, he was able to find open people, and he should have had more than four assists. People were just not making shots today. It was a brick fest uh, for the Lakers, and so I thought I thought he was fine. I, I think people look at the stat sheet and they say, "Well, he had four assists." Well, I mean, he probably could have eight to ten, um, but there were just shots. The shots just weren't falling. People weren't hitting shots. Um, Matt Ryan was zero of three after his last stint, um, so I won't say much about him. You know, he's just supposed to be a shooter. You know, shooters. You know, they have off nights. Gary only played eight minutes. Um, I told you, I think he, we should really give him a look. So I won't get into that. I just want to point out, like, I, I think he should play. I, I think we should just give him a look. 
uh, especially in certain matchups with his size and and athleticism and things like that. So um, who else do I want to speak about? Uh, Kendrick Nunn had an off night. He had nine. He had played 19 minutes. He was 211 from the field, 0 of 6 from three. Like I said, they were. Let's just talk about. That's pretty much what I want to talk about, guys. I I've said on here like I didn't think they would keep shooting as well as they did in the previous games. I also don't think they're this bad. Um, none 0 of 6. I don't think they're that bad. Uh, at They just didn't hit shots today. I mean, Smyers 2 of 7. Matt Ryan 0 of 3. Um, I think it lays somewhere in the middle. I don't think they were shooting like some of those games. You know, They were shooting 50% from the three-point. Some Certain people were shooting 50 60% from the three-point line. Look, even Steph Curry doesn't shoot that well. Um, so I think it's going to lay somewhere in the middle. I don't think there's going to be as bad as this game versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, but I don't think they're going to be as good as some of the other ones. You know, some of the main rotation players were just like shooting way beyond, uh, what our expectation expectation for them should be. Um, I didn't like the offense in particular in this game. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like Darvin Ham was like trying stuff. Um, I didn't like the offense. It was clunky and clanky. There are a lot of like tip balls that just happened to result in points at the rim. And I just didn't think that's going to happen with Rudy Gobert and, 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 and Carl Anthony Towns on the floor. They didn't play. And so some of that stuff, I kind of just kind of was like, okay, like we made that layup, but like, would we, if everybody on the Minnesota Timberwolves was on the floor, um, you know, that's why they brought in, uh, Rudy Gobert, um, rim protection, stuff like that. So, I don't know. I largely didn't like the offense. They were just walking to the paint at the beginning of the game, and it's just because there was no one under there to really give them any resistance. Uh, and so I kind of just took that with a, as with a grain of salt. Like, okay, um, that's not we're not going to normally walk to the rim and just lay it up um, with Rudy Gobert back there. Although Russell Westbrook oftentimes finds ways to baptize him, but that's another story. Um, so I, I didn't particularly like the offense. I thought there wasn't anywhere near as much movement. Um, they were off, obviously, tonight from three, but just there wasn't a lot of movement. There was a lot standing around, ISO, um, things like that. And then their defense started to taper off in the, by, I would say, the third quarter because they, I guess, because they were breaking so much. I didn't like, I think I tweeted out, I don't care about this game. I did the podcast, but that's the truth. It's like, this game was trash to me. <laughs> like, I don't, I just, it wasn't really, it just, it was like they were breaking, then it got in their head, and then they just really weren't trying hard. The offense was sucky. But it was, I think it was the first time this particular lineup actually played on the floor all at the same time. They need to like get these reps in, and that's why I didn't like that they were resting so much. I, I know it sucks for me to say I wanted to play all six games, but they didn't get to play together last season. And not only did they not get to play together last season, you're holding them out this season, and the entire roster's different. Like These people got to get on the floor and know how to play together. Um, it's not like they only got to play... 19 games last season or whatever it was last season and then you came out to the exact same team and you kind of only played three or four preseason games it's like no this, the whole team's different the whole team's different so they need to be on the floor at the same time and so i think this is still like a really big uh process for them uh after i watched that i did not like it i just i, I didn't i watched it because that's what I do, and I wanted to look at the game and try to take little nuggets out of it because it's preseason uh, that you can, and I did it so I could do this job and do the podcast. But I honestly, that game sucked. Like I, I just almost want to throw it out because um, they're 
the Lakers are definitely still in the process stage, 100%. And that's why I didn't want them to take those games off. Uh, I think they need all the reps they can get. Um, <clears throat> there were times where I thought, honestly, they forgot about LeBron. There are times when I thought they forgot they had one of the best creators in basketball in Russell Westbrook. Yes, I said that. He's still in the 99th percentile of creating slash playmaking even last season in his off year or down year, whatever you want to call it. That is what he's great at. Uh, and he's still, I thought there was times when they just were both forgotten. I just thought like, hey, LeBron is on the floor. We do know that, right? And the same thing with Russell Westbrook. Um, but we kind of have this this system, and I guess we've, we've just got to go with it. We've got to hope that, uh, we've got to trust in Darvin Ham that over the first 15, 20 games that it, it, it just starts to build. Um, I did not like it. I did not like it. Game one of this team all on the floor when they're supposed to be. Darvin Ham said this is a good, the first three quarters were a good indication of how the rotation was really going to be. I didn't like the offense at all. At all. Just don't put that out there. The defense was good until they kind of, I think they just got in their head a little bit and it kind of started to make people's heads hang. And then I didn't really like the off the defense either. Um, but for the most part, this season, like the defensive principles that I can see them and I can see them doing them. Today was the, or versus the Timberwolves was the only game where I thought, you know, uh, okay, they're hanging their heads a little bit. Um, and, and they shouldn't. It's a preseason game. Um, but they got to do the work. And uh, that's why I want to point out when I thought people did do well on defense. I, I thought AD was great on defense. I thought Russell Westbrook was. I thought LeBron at times was kind of like it's preseason. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I point out it's LeBron James in year 20. I get it. You don't want to get hurt. I get all of that. Uh, I'm just pointing that out. And uh, yeah, that's how I feel about this game. I actually didn't like it. And I don't care. <laughs> But right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And guys, please, please follow me on Twitter, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, I will see you all Friday. They have another preseason game, and hopefully, I think that one's versus the Sacramento Kings uh, on Friday. I will see you there, and then we'll talk all about that game, and we'll break that down. I can't wait until the regular season starts next week versus the Warriors on Tuesday, October 18th. I cannot wait. But guys, thank you so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. And as always, until next time, 